Welcome to the Ability Builder Podcast. Hello, I'm Carly Stoller. And I'm Tim Stoller. And we are a couple. We've been together for 15 years, and we have been married for 11 years. Yay! <laughs> Almost 12. And we've actually known each other since we were 17. And There's a story to that one. Yes, but it's not a story for today. <laughs> Someday. Someday. So we have a ridiculous amount of experience and knowledge across just about every channel of life that we can think of. And in our careers, in our personal lives, we found that we're being called more and more to help others. And so we decided we wanted to come here um, to share on a bigger platform and hopefully inspire you for a change where it's needed in your life. So this is going to be a real, for real experience for you. Absolutely. Like hashtag real talk. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to pull any punches. I guarantee that. We do promise to protect the innocent. (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) Let's go. Hello, everybody. Hey there. This is Carly Stoller. And this is Tim Stoller. Welcome back to the Ability Builder podcast. So this podcast is going to talk about fears, which might seem like a strange thing to talk about on a podcast. But it really isn't, if you think about it. Not because fears keep us from getting what we really want and what we really deserve to have. A lot of times it holds you back from your specific things that you want, things that you need to do. And um, so this is why we wanted to bring this topic up. It's definitely a very good topic, a hard topic for some people too, so... Yeah, it's this one's hard for me to talk about. I hate talking about things I'm afraid of. Um, I often talk about how I, you know, I, I do love challenges, and I, I am a number one achiever. Like I said, firstborn, I was only child for a long time, and so um, I like to succeed. And when I consider fears, it makes me worried. You know that if I acknowledge them. That I won't be successful, but actually the opposite happens. When I don't acknowledge them, they actually hold me back from trying to go after the things that I really want. Couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a couple of the, there's all kinds of fears. Of course, you guys know we love to do our research before we do these podcasts. Um, so I went out and found like top 10 ways that fear can hold you back and the top 10 you know, kinds of fear. But I'm going to talk about a couple that are my hardest to overcome. And you're going to talk about some too, right, babe? Yeah. Awesome. So, okay. Let me go first. Or you want to go first? Shoot, girl. For sure? Okay. Yeah. So, the first one I'm going to talk about is a fear that keeps me from getting what I want. And then the second one, I'll tell you about a story that my fears actually caused... Like a physical reaction that I think held me back in my career for a good couple of years. So, okay. So the first one is, the first fear, like I wrote down, gosh, so many things that I'm afraid of. But this one says, um, I'll lose what I want and I'll lose what I love if I'm happy. Which is weird, right? I, I worry that, that people think Repeat that one again so people okay. can hear that because it's something that this one hits home and I don't think people even know it yeah so it says my fear is I'll lose what I love if I'm happy 
I'm, I'm a pretty superstitious person, <laughs> right? And I have this rule that I don't, I don't think I've ever told anybody and Tim, you know, I just told Tim tonight, but if something good happens to me or it's going to happen, like if I know something good's going to happen, then I will only tell or only allow myself to tell three people. And if I tell more than that, I'm afraid that I'll jinx it and I won't get the thing that I, you know, like that I have been told that I'm going to get. It's crazy. And I'm quite opposite of that. Oh, God, Tim tells everybody everything. I tell the world. (laughs) Yes. If you have a secret, don't tell Tim. (laughs) Right? Uh, But I'm trying that. So um, I'm trying to get better around that. One of the things I've been studying is joy and one of the most powerful emotions is joy but it's also one of the scariest emotions because people do feel like they're risking something so I got to see Brene Brown speak if you haven't seen her TED talks about shame and vulnerability you should go I don't care man or woman you should listen and and find that but when I saw her speak in person she said okay imagine that you have a kiddo and they're getting ready to leave for the prom. And they said after pictures are done and they're, they're leaving and you're getting ready to shut the door as they get into the car, what are you thinking? And as she said that, I knew exactly what I was thinking. Now, I also have four kids. They've been to lots of dances. I was a kid myself. Um, and I'm praying that they have a good time, that they don't get hurt, that they stay safe. Like, I'm not thinking... I'm so grateful that I'm here in the moment. It's so joyous. I'm so happy for them. No, I'm like praying the whole time until, you know, one o'clock in the morning when they get home. I'm not being joyful in the moment. So that's her point is you need to flip your mind and start letting yourself enjoy it. Yeah. And that's the one thing I was just telling Carly earlier. As I said, there's some people that take in this fear. And when they have this fear, they just hold on to it. And then it it consumes their life. And I am one of those people who run towards a fear. And a lot of people don't get that. And I don't get it. it, it yeah. <laughs> it's, but if I don't confront my fear head on, I can't become fearless to that specific thing that's yeah. making me fearful. And I don't know if it's something that I just started when I was really young or whatever, but I realized that I have fears all the time. I mean, it, it, it comes and goes, whatever it is. But I have to attack those fears to specifically meet that goal or whatever I'm doing to get past that fear. Otherwise, I feel like it's just going to be on me all the time. Yeah, you're not one to hold on to anything. Like, if you're mad, you address it. If you're scared, you address it. I'm envious of that. I want to be stronger in that way, for sure. Yep. Um, do you want to talk about, let's see. Well, I was going to say that one of my fears, and I, I'm just starting to get into, and a lot of people don't know this, but I'm in school and I'm always trying to educate myself and do better things for myself specifically. And one thing that I know that some people fear, I, sometimes I fear this, is I call it being an impos- imposter. You know, and uh, like I believe that like, hey, I'm going out and telling these people this, but I'm not an expert in the specific thing or I just learned this and I'm one of the people. If I got something, I got to tell you and I'm going to tell you right now. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And I believe that, um, you know, that's one of my fears that I know is going to hold me back sometimes. So I have to get past that and say, I attack this head on. Whatever people say, whatever they think, I have to know what I am as a person. And that creates me so that that fear isn't there anymore. And if it comes back, I have to reassure myself, hey, you are educating mm-hmm. yourself. You are putting yourself out there. You are learning from every person you know or the internet or whatever. And that's how we learn. And the other way we learn is by teaching. And so that's definitely one of my fears. Um, and it is definitely one of those that I struggle with a lot. The I know that Carly has uh, an amazing story um, that I, I want her to talk to you about because when I first, you know, meet, met with Carly, she did stand in front of people. She did, you know, do training. She did things like this, you know, mm-hmm. and this story, when she tells you it, it I, I hope it hits home on some people and to realize that, Hey, you can work past these fears, no matter what they are. Um, and so, yeah. Tell them about that. Um, okay, so I'll just say again a little bit about me. So I was in speech and debate and was a champion, you know, with my team um, in debating in school since probably seventh grade um, and in high school. I've also spoken in front of groups of 300 or more. Um, I love writing. I love speaking. I was in dance. I, did all, I was a cheerleader. You know, I was always in front of people. And somehow, if it was my mom's motto of fake it till you make it, I did it and I loved it. And I never thought about it. I never thought about the people. I just enjoyed what I was doing. And it was kind of like I couldn't fail, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, as I got further along into my career, and I am a trainer by trade, you know, so a leadership trainer. Um, it was a lot of what I did um, and I worked with some amazing people. And the more people I met that... You still work were, with amazing I people. I still work with amazing people. <laughs> I do, but yeah. I have to get there yeah. with, the, with okay. how this happened. Yeah, so, so I started, you know, when I got in my career, working with amazing trainers. Um, trainers on my team, trainers in my company or other companies. Um, you know, just some great professionals. And it started to make me question myself. I thought, well, do I speak as eloquently? Am I as funny? Am I as smart? And there's all of these fears, the fear of rejection, fear of failure, uncertainty. There's um, fear of being judged, um, inadequacy. There's the imposter syndrome fear that Tim was talking about where someday they're going to figure me out that I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing, that I'm not really that good at it. And so all of these things got into my head. And like I said, I was good I got awards for it. I I did a great job and I'd always been complimented, but all of a sudden I would get short of breath when I was speaking. I would get um, to where I would lose my place or my hands would shake or I would turn red in my neck. None of those things had ever, I'd never had a physical reaction to speaking. And so um, it started to happen and it got worse and worse and I... Um, first of all, I, I denied it and I was embarrassed by it. And it, for me, it started to put our puppy in the hallway cause she's grumpy. Um, but for a while I started to deny it 
And the more that I denied that fear that I was having of not being good enough or not being like other people, it got worse and worse and worse, worse handshaking. And it, it got to a point where anytime I had the opportunity to speak, I would give it to somebody else. And so I started giving away the thing that I loved and the thing that I was good at. And, you know, it just kept building and building and building. And so, well, how did I get away from that? Because let me tell you, oh my gosh, has my life changed since I've overcome that fear? So I started reminding myself of my past successes. Like when I had done good, um, I found people to watch me speak and give me um, feedback and tell me when I was doing well and what they thought I could do to get better. And people that you could trust. People that, that I trusted. trusted yes. Yeah. If you haven't heard the man in the arena quote, go read it. But only people who are in the arena with me get to give me feedback. People in the cheap seats can keep their tomatoes to themselves. They're not for me. So yeah, no, I don't want your feedback. Um, but I do want to know where I can get better. It's not that I just want to hear great things about myself. But when you're in that fearful stage, you need to surround yourself with those people that basically can give you that constructive constructive criticism and it's I not not at a negativity or hatred or oh, whatever exactly. yeah. yeah i know they have my best interest in heart like they have good intent i trust them uh-huh. yeah um and i also had to go find places to speak where people didn't know me so i joined a couple of different organizations where i could you know contribute all of my experience and my knowledge but they didn't know me from before and it just gave me this fresh sense of no expectations, no previous experience with me. And that helped me to um, get out there and speak without the fear of being judged, honestly, even though they could have judged me just like anybody else, but it was like a mind trick I played on myself. Well, and it also, I think too, when you go and you physically work with a bunch of people and then you start to get to know them and then you see how amazing those people are and amazing you are, you know, but you start to get this anxiety built up in you. Am I good? Am I doing this? Am I am I doing the same thing they are? And especially if you take on a new uh, role or you start in a new business or you transfer to a new department, you get these fears. But what you have to harness is that everything that you know, you've learned from somebody or from education like I said earlier and you are training those abilities to somebody else even if that person knows it you may give them a an outlook that they never looked at you know and so that fear needs to be I I say go after it go grab that fear by the neck and say hey fear I'm gonna Mm -hmm. take you on and that's what you did you took that fear on but you did it in your specific steps. Oh, yeah. I, I did wait too long. And I am glad. Well, I've, I had to do it because I felt like it was keeping me from doing all the things I love. I love helping people. And I love, you know, part of that is done in the classroom. I mean, it was what I did for a living. And so, yeah, I had to get over myself. And like you said, take the fear by the horns. Because just denying that I was, you know, suffering from something, you know, eventually the physical aspect. Like, it was like, no. You got to do something about this. And now I, I see the, di- you know, like I see the difference in you. And I'm like, I hear from people. I see it. How amazing you are as a trainer, a speaker, still to this day. Right. I mean, people seek you out to, to, to have that. And it's because 
it goes back to what we talked about on our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Being smart and going through those things and being specifically what you need, yeah. you know, make some measurabilities about it, you know, and do those specific tasks to get there. But I think, I don't even know if you really knew you applied that like that. You did, but you did those goals oh, yeah. to get that to that point. I did. And so, you know, and the other piece was, like Tim said, he could see it. I think you can see how much I enjoy my work now. It doesn't even feel like work versus when I was going through that stage fright, that fear of not being good enough. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. And so, you know, the other piece is I eventually did, um, you know, switch organizations. And it was crazy because I thought, well, maybe I should just get out of this field. At that point, even when I was, you know, changing what I was doing um, for a living, because I was actually going into more training, which was nuts. I, I speak in front of people more than I ever have before. So I went from shaking, turning red, losing my breath, losing my place in my mind of what I was talking about and just not being confident in the message I was delivering. I feel bad for anybody I spoke to during that time. Um, but I now, you know, I've spoke on stages with Blanchard who has written some of the most amazing leadership content that exists. And, um, within my organization, again, global organization, um, 5,500 people, I am asked to speak and lead multiple functions and their summits. And, you know, I'm writing content and I'm sharing content and I love it. Like I cannot get enough. And there's hundreds and hundreds of people in the room. And it's, it's amazing because I couldn't even speak in front of five. And now I can, I can do this because of, you know, how I worked to overcome and just calling that fear out. Oh, absolutely. So if you were sitting here and you were telling somebody specifically uh, that you were coaching and said to them, say, hey, this is how I became over my fear. What would be some of the good steps that you could mm. say, like maybe, yeah. and I don't mean to put you on spot so much as, no, that's as it is, question. but like what were some of those things that maybe could help some of our listeners to know that, hey, these are one, two, three steps, or maybe go back to the podcast we had before and look at a measurable set of steps that well, you could maybe sit in. The... No, yeah, and I think there's some, there's some similarities there, but the difference is the first thing was to call it what it was like to get out of denial and because I was going to change my career I was going to go do different things and stop doing what I loved well thank god you didn't because we probably wouldn't be here today right (laughs) (laughs) right oh I know and so I had to sit down and figure out what was going on and that is so scary to say that you think you're not good enough Mm -hmm. or that someone's better than you is one of the scariest things ever. And listen, there's like, there are great people. I work with tremendous people and I hope I always do because they make me better and there's nothing wrong with that. There's something great about me and there's something great about them. There's room for everyone. Oh yeah. And right? this is amazing. I mean, everybody, I, I'm, I'm learning from Carly every day and like just some of the things that she's telling you right now, you know, that fear is okay. That Absolutely. is okay. It's motivating. You know, don't, it, and it doesn't have to be anything more than it's okay. Absolutely. You know, some people call it a burning platform. Like, oh, hey, this is hot. It's burning. I got to get off of it. So my fear, I did not want to stay in that place. I did not want to live through stage fright. And I want to get back to loving what I did for a living. Yeah. So I... that was the first thing. And I had to do 
some intense soul searching. I had to be real honest with myself. So that was number one. Number two, I had to find somebody that I could trust that I could go tell that to. Right? Ooh, yeah, yeah. And so for me, it was my leader. And there's one other person. Um, there was uh, a person at work that I admire to this day. He's amazing. And I shared it with him because those were two people, my boss and this other guy at work that would see me in those instances. And I could tell them going into it that I was afraid, you know, and that they could be honest with me and say, here's what you did well. Here's where I can see if you felt more confident here. One of them was, you just need to get a better intro. They said, as soon as you make people laugh in the audience, whether it's poking fun at yourself or having a story to share, as soon as you make the audience laugh and you hear that, you relax. And they're like, so practice your intro. Find a way to get in there and make them laugh and be yourself and then you're golden. And they were so right. I needed to know, how do I get in and how do I get out of my speech? That's so true that you said that because you said it to me. You know, like, I we went to this class and I was doing a um, speech and basically I just improved it, you know? You were and, great. And I literally... You're so brave. <laughs> literally, they just called me out and I was just like, all right, you know? But it's attacking that fear head on. You know, it was like... Some people would be like, put on the spot. Oh my God, how do you do this? You know, yeah. and but you're right. It's literally just getting out there. You know, just and ripping off the bandaid. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my guy. Once I did that, I looked up and I seen Carly in there, and she's she's my mentor. If you guys don't know this, I mean, she's the smart one. I'm just here That's for background noise. <laughs> uh, but truthfully, if you think about it, you have to have that. So when I looked at her and I seen that. Having that person, I was like, I'm just telling my story. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And then you feel, yeah, I do also like to have people in the audience I know and trust and can look at when I'm speaking. But so it was calling out the fear, telling somebody else what I was afraid of, and then asking for people to give me feedback. Uh, and then I would practice. You know, I, I would practice at home. And sometimes you guys would have to listen to my speeches like, my my dogs, my dashboard, and my car, like, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. Um, but even now, sometimes I don't. The, when I was at Blanchard, they said either practice till you're blue in the face or don't practice at all, is what they told me, which is crazy. I, and it's true. Don't half-ass it, basically. I had, have had one of the best speech teachers, and this goes way back in when I was in high school, and he was trying to tell people how... You know, in high school, you get so fearful of just standing in front of anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was never really fearful of standing in front of the people and being the slapstick humor kind of guy or mm-hmm. anything along that line. But his one thing that he said to me that made me, I think, well, well, that way, because when he was trying to explain... No, he made you scared? No, he was trying to explain how you do speeches so that you're not a fearful. And that's maybe what made me not so fearful of speeches was he's like... If you can't find something to focus on, just imagine everybody naked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, I was just like, you know, I got up there and that kept sitting in my head. And so, you know, it just made me laugh. So I kind of, like you were saying, you know, the first laugh. First laugh that, makes That me feel made better. me think of a laugh. So I'm just like, when I get up there, you know, I just think of being la- laughing at it, you know? Oh, oh yeah. And... I always have to tell myself they're just people. There's, um, if you guys are reading um, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown, she talks about her own um, 
fear of not being good enough or being an imposter and she just repeatedly tells herself that they're just people. They have the same people problems, kids, parents, money, whatever, and they're just like her. So that also helps. But yeah, I think those, you know, if I say be honest with myself, get somebody that I can trust to be my partner, get feedback and just practice, um, those things help me uh, to overcome my fear. So, so yeah, it's something I never liked to talk about. It, it embarrassed me and people even now they're like, you're kidding, right? Like you had stage fright and it's, it's crazy. I probably had it for a good two years at least. And I didn't even know for a long time until you came to me and told me about it. I'm like, how is she fearful of this? You know, and yeah. I struggle with fears and this is why when she brought this up let's talk about this I'm like I, I don't know, I don't know a I'm lot about of. fears I had to really <laughs> think about this to think about you know my fears because I'm like I, I guess I like I said I just attack them so uh and uh, right or wrong it's a it's helped me so sometimes you know we gave you two perspectives here and kind of where you fall in to these perspectives we definitely uh have different ways of doing it. So that was the one thing I said that's great mm-hmm. about, you know, oh, for talking sure. about this. And then I said the other thing too is, you know, we're here, you know, shoot us a, you know, uh thing on our website and say, you know, tell us, you know, what your fears are. Tell us what you are thinking. And, and you know, maybe we can just explain some of our ideas to you, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, the, it, it just builds on there. And that sometimes it's just that, Getting that first initial, hey, like you said, I'm fearful, you know? Yeah, just, to not, just admitting it to yourself. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I would say, you know, we would love to, to hear from you. You can reach us at hello um, at abilitybuilder.com. Ability Builder is on Instagram, um, also on Twitter, and, um, yeah, on Facebook. So we'd love to hear from you. Please we're let us know. everything. Yeah, we're on every social media. Wow. It's crazy. I can't even believe it. I'm teaching you. You you are <laughs> teaching and training. I feel like I am a new man. Constantly learning. Constantly learning. Yeah, you're making me better too, babe. So. Yeah. So it's uh, great to be here. It's great to be able to talk about these things. And we want to have an interaction with you guys. So, yeah. so start talking for crying out loud. Start talking. They are talking, actually. I know. They are talking. So, yeah. So, don't... My, I guess my message to wrap this up is just to say, you know, there's no reason for you to let your fears win. They don't deserve it. They don't manifest to be anything. And they will come true just by a self-fulfilling prophecy if you let them win. So... Attack them. Yes. Don't... In your own way. We all have yes. our own ways Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah. I don't mean yeah. like... Don't be like crazy like me. You can I mean, if yeah. that's your style. If your style. I'm scared of your style. <laughs> it's a fear of mine. I got to write that. Yeah. <laughs> She's fearful of my fear attacking. Yes, exactly. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please share um, this link. You can, again, listen to us on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Tell your friends and family about us. Let us know what you think. And like I always say, unless you don't like it, then keep it to yourself. peace love and happiness people (laughs) yes thank you so much and we will talk to you next time bye guys bye